It's a great time to be a Japanese sports car fan. The Supra's back, we got a great Miata, the BRZ and 86 twins have been refreshed, and on the horizon, there's a Honda Civic Type R and GR Corolla coming along with this, the new 2023 Nissan Z that comes more than a decade after the 370Z launch. Was it worth the wait? Well, I've come to Las Vegas to find out. boogies man from a design standpoint I'm gonna say yeah it was worth the wait in a retro cool sort of way with traditional sports car proportions a long hood short deck and draws inspiration for the profile from the first generation Z while the taillights borrow from the 300 ZX Inside, the two-seater is also fresh, built from good stuff, and should be more comfortable for drivers of a variety of statures, thanks to a new telescoping steering wheel. Like the outside, there's some nods to the Z's past, with a trio of analog gauges atop the dash, and steering wheel with a small diameter center. What certainly isn't old is the Z's tech menu. Infotainment is handled by either an 8- or 9-inch touchscreen, with both supporting Apple CarPlay and Android Auto, while the gauge cluster is a nice-looking 12.3-inch customizable display. But enough about that stuff, let's move on to the meat and potatoes of the new Z, the performance stuff. That begins with a new 3-liter twin-turbocharged V6, making 400 horsepower and 350 pound-feet of torque. Compared to the 370, that brings an additional 68 horsepower and 80 pound-feet of torque, which is substantial. Rounding power to the rear wheels is an updated six-speed manual transmission with available no-lift shift or a new nine-speed automatic that features rev-match downshifting and launch control. Nissan won't give 60 mile per hour times, but says it's about 15% quicker to 60 than the 370, so we're looking at a time in the mid four second range. The engine is strong with good thrust down low. Peak torque is available from just 1600 RPMs onward. I do wish the engine sounded a little throatier down low, but it does get a little meaner when you wind it up. As for transmissions, the manual features more fluid shifts, which is always a good thing, and the 9-speed automatic transmission that we have here also isn't too shabby. Manual shift response is brisk, and rev match on downshifts is pretty darn good too. It's just not quite as good as the F's auto, but it's pretty close. To up handling, the chassis is stiffer. There's revised suspension geometry, shocks, steering, wider front tires, improved brakes, and up-level models get a limited slip differential. During some limited track time, I can say it does feel a touch more athletic. It's quick to turn in with some understeer, respectable mid-corner grip, and the car is communicative, letting you know when the tires are approaching the limit. In on-road, it's compliant enough. I do miss the hydraulic steering though, as the electronic one is a little numb off-center, but tightens as you dial in more wheel angle. So what's the new Nissan Z gonna cost you when it hits dealers this summer? Try $41,000 for the Bates Sport model, which happens to undercut the four-cylinder Toyota Supra by a few thousand bucks. This performance trim here, with a few extra goodies like a limited slip differential, bigger wheels, and spoiler, is a bit pricier at $51,000. 
But if you think about it, getting a great looking sports car with sharp handling and 400 horsepower for $41,000 to start ain't a bad deal at all.